0: I'm Brett Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the V Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNF's Kinston.
1: And welcome to Hour Two of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. Today is Thursday, November the 2nd, in the year of Lord, 2023. Uh, This is Hour Two. Of episode 961 of the big show uh if you missed her first hour you missed an interview with a first time guest of the show anna Catherine creech she is uh i guess we found out she's a former writer for the Kinston daily free press uh jason bryan Uh, i did not know that i thought she was still writing for him but uh she is a freelance writer uh and uh, does a good job as a, a talented writer Appreciate her. And then over the last 10 minutes or so of that first hour, you heard our second hour guest here, Jason Bryant, who, uh, man, we have (laughs) – I'm not – dude, I never make lists. You know, I I usually just Mm -hmm. uh, wing it when you come on because, I mean, you and I, we know we're going to talk about 100 different things. Uh, Anyway, dude, uh, we have got a lot to talk about. And if I don't start with this – well, I tell you what, let's wrap up. We were talking about Bobby Knight there at the end of the first hour. Let's go ahead and put a wrap on that because – uh, dude, Greg Clemens will drive here from Swansboro to here and set my house on fire if we don't get some Texas Rangers talking okay oh absolutely, <laughs> which we should you know we yeah, absolutely well, absolutely should. but uh i you know what you've kind of talked me into the whole Bobby Knight being on the because I mean when you look at these other coaches with all these wins, dude, I'm not putting jim beheim on the on the basketball uh, no Mount but i mean war. I'm not putting Bob definitely bob cheating butt. Bob Huggins. I'm not. Well, I mean, him Bob on Huggins
2: there. never won a national championship, so he can't qualify. There you in, go. In my opinion, Beheim's got one. Yeah, yeah. But I'm. Um, I mean, he he won a lot of games. I'm not a fan of Beheim. I'm not either. But whenever you, whenever you think about the great coaches in college base or basketball, his name just doesn't come no. to to the top of my head. Um, it just doesn't. Like I said, I would put. I mean, if I had to, I would put Roy ahead of Beheim.
1: Okay. And I don't have a problem with that. Uh, Jim Calhoun, uh, he, well, won, I mean, he won, what, two or three national championships, right? Nah, I think
2: it was two. Was it just two? I think I think so. Didn't he win one in the late 90s and then won? Mm-hmm. Well, you beat Duke one year, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, yeah, that was 99, I believe,
1: or 01. 01, I, I think. Know. How about Jerry Tarkanian? <laughs> I, hey. Whatever, man. I love Tark the Shark, man. And I know – I liked him because of he was a rebel. I mean, not just team nickname. I mean, he was a rebel. And, and yeah, there was probably some cheating. But guess what, dude? Everybody cheats, man. Yeah. Everybody well, cheats. Well, the
2: thing is, is like love him or hate him, you know, what Gonzaga's done with Mark Pugh, if he wins a, two or three national championships down down the line, I mean, I think he's made a case – because he's done it unconventionally. Yeah. He hadn't done it at a power five school. and But, I mean, I don't know. I just think the top four right now have to be, you know, Wooden, K, Smith, and
1: and Knight. I mean. I have a hard time arguing with that, dude. I mean, the three national championships and they weren't back-to-back. I always discount back-to-back championships, dude, because that means essentially you yeah, use means, the same team. Yeah. yeah. To do it. And when you look and you say, I mean, he won in, what, 76, 81 with Isaiah Thomas, and then in 87 in the – did you ever – oh, i got to ask you this because Keith mm-hmm. Spence and I, uh, he messaged me about this. Did you ever read Season on the Brink? I didn't. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Well, I, I wouldn't let Connor read it for another 10 yeah. years or so. <laughs> I mean, with all the language yeah. that's in it. But, dude, it is one of the best books. And definitely, it may be the best sports book I've ever read, dude. And I've read, I've read that thing three or four times. John Feinstein, awesome author, yeah. and just a, an incredible book. But and and then
2: something that that weighs with me too, <laughs> and why I think K is different than everybody else is, yeah, he won back to back in ninety one, ninety two, and it was. But he won five. Totally. I mean, we got our butt whooped in ninety by UNLV, but so he won them in the nineties. He won them in in two thousands. Mm-hmm. Then he won in ten. and He won in sixteen. So he won. I mean, dude, he won in three different oh, areas. I was, of when basketball. I said that about back to back,
1: I was thinking about no, uh, Florida. Yeah. I remember when Florida won back to back championships? But I mean,
2: I just think that that Rushmore is over time. I mean, look at Dean.
1: Okay. Well, he did in you,
2: this I mean, he was very relevant in the 70s. He was.
1: Mr. Dawson threw out there Everett Case, who, by the way, the ACC wouldn't have become the ACC that it was without Everett Case. Add off up. Who won yep. eight hundred was the number one in coaching wins forever and yep. ever and ever until Dean Smith passed him uh, yep. at the University of Kentucky and won how many championships? I, that's dude, true. What three or four championships there probably. I just, well, what I
2: said was going to be five minutes
1: has turned into eleven. So, but that, that's how we do, though. Yep. That's how we do. Oh, but uh, Bob Knight, how do you think the game? How do you think the world is going to remember him?
2: Unfortunately, with all the um, technology and everything that we have, he'll be remembered for all the stupid stuff he done. Yeah, I mean he will.
1: I know. I mean, what do you? I mean, people,
2: people in our gener- our generation, eventually, and and the older generation will will die off, and and the and the memories of him and all the good that he did will fade, and then it'll be
1: throwing the chair. It, he'll be
2: remembered of, of the chair, and and then the stuff he got into,
1: the, smacking the player. I mean, it's unfortunate kind of because, stuff,
2: yeah. because I, I mean, I don't know, man.
1: I don't. Well, but don't you think? And it, you're right. We've got 18 other things to get to here, but. Don't you think he kinda of brought it on himself though?
2: Well, he did. I mean, I'm not taking up for him. Yeah. But I mean, you know, what if what if he'd have made those mistakes early in his career in the seventies and then he won all those games and You see where I'm going with? Oh, yeah. it? Everybody always remembers the last thing is what I'm saying.
1: Oh, how about this? Uh Jonathan jumps in, Jonathan Massey who's listening right now says Calhoun won three. I was with you. I thought it was only two, but I guess he looked it up and said, Calhoun won three. Uh and then uh Mickey Weatherton jumps in and says, uh this is do you remember this? I know you right. we're men of a certain generation. Says his favorite uh his old favorite ESPN commercial was a shot of the of the basketball court with a chair flying across it saying, Indiana versus so and so tonight. You remember that? They mm-hmm. used that commercial for a couple of years. So yeah, Mickey, thank you for jumping in. Uh but uh so there you go. Uh, and I'm with you, dude. And I again, I I loved Bobby Knight from season on the brink even though you got to see how uh, he he was he was abusive of his players. I mean, he really yeah. was, dude. Yeah. I mean, but he also loved his players. I mean, and if you here's the way I looked at it. I was in the army and uh, Basic training was, it was pretty hard, dude. I mean, I went through basic training back in 87, okay? And it was pretty hard, even though I was a a quasi-athlete. I mean, just the mental part Mm -hmm. of it and everything. And that's the way I looked at Bobby Knight. Yes, he's a former Army coach, and I guess there's sort of a comparison there, Jason. But the way I looked at it was, if you made it through Bobby Knight, however many years, if it was Isaiah Thomas in two years, or other players that made it through, Steve Alford, who Mm -hmm. made it through in four years whether. It made you a better person. It made you a better man. It did, and I think that that's the way that I want to remember Bobby Knight was. Just he was sort of <laughs> like basic training. I mean, listen, you had to be, and I'm not trying. I know here we are in 2023, and you got to be politically correct and all yeah. this, you know, BS. But he made you a man. Well, it Bobby was, Knight made you a man. It was different. You know? it, yeah,
2: it was just a different world. And not taking up for any of it because yeah. I don't agree with some of it, but. Coaching is. Would you
1: let Connor play for Bobby Knight?
2: I think I would have.
1: Okay, I just that's what I like, dude. Your son is a great is going to I be. I think an I would awesome have because athlete. because I
2: think I think
1: it it taught
2: more, but it also takes a special person to do that. Just like it takes a special person to go into the military and be subject to that kind of, um, what word am I looking for? Degraded, well,
1: not, not abuse, but degradation. Yeah,
2: and breaking you down, mm-hmm. but. You have to be broken to be built a certain way, and be built in the vision of a soldier. And I'll, yeah. and I'll just finish it by saying this: nobody twisted anybody's arm. Nope. Nobody made them sign on on a jo- on a dotted line. They chose. Yep. To go through his program, a very unique program, <laughs> and if it wasn't for you, walk away. Yeah. Everybody always has that option, but so easy to point fingers that. People are mistreated. But, I mean, you kind of know what you're getting into. I mean, you've seen. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. That cat's going to kill somebody.
1: (laughs) This is funny. You know, we'll wrap it up. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll wrap up the Bobby Knight talk with this. Jonathan, again. This just in. Brian Hanks and Jason Bryant condone choking players. (laughs) 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 That's funny. Yeah, I mean, not that part of it. I mean, (laughs) that's it.
2: (laughs) But, I mean, How many times did that happen?
1: Uh, several times, and probably yeah. more times than we even know about. Okay, Texas wins the World Series last yes, night. Do. I stayed uh, up and watched it. I, I <laughs> if as I was talking about when I before you came in, uh, I I was driving, so I got to listen talk about radio here, yeah, yeah. Jason Bryant. Still and there. Power, No, it's amazing. Listen to uh, listen to. Uh, I can't even remember the people who were calling it, but just did a really good job. And I listened to the entire game from the first pitch to the the final yep. pitch on the radio last night. Yep. And, yeah, again, I mean, I'm 54 years old, and I know we've got younger listeners, we've got older listeners, but there is just something, Jason Bryant, about listening to a game on the radio, whether it it's is. the seventh game of the World Series or a high school football yep. game or a, a college basketball game. You have to use your imagination. Game. Exactly.
2: And you have to paint a picture in your mind of – you know what you're what you're hearing and you're visualizing what you're seeing but the uh historians historians are saying that this was one of the worst world series um viewership wise that, no, gonna be the that worst nobody season. was watching it i i watched it from beginning to end i honestly believe that it was a great world series and here's why game 1 arizona arizona pretty much beat them Every way around, except for the bottom of the ninth inning, where Coy Seeger hit a two-run home run to tie it up and send it to extras. Yeah, game two, Arizona was clearly. Yeah, I mean they yep. broke them. Game three, I mean they had another inning where they scored three runs and they win three, and Texas wins three runs. So that's one inning. That's two innings. Um, in the eleven-seven game four. Texas had two five-run innings, so that's four innings. And last night, they had a big inning, Five innings out of, help me,
1: out of 45 innings. Well, plus the extra innings. Yeah. 46 innings. But you yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: And it was a great World Series. It's just, it got busted open in
1: five innings. Well, you Think about it, that for a minute. Well, like I said, you were watching, and I was listening to it on the radio. How big of a deal were, and let me tell you, on the radio, they were making a big deal of the first six innings being no hitter. You know, that, Oh, he was that, dominant. Okay, yeah, I was wondering what they did. I mean, on it how was, they talked. It about was it on dominant, TV.
2: but um, Arizona also stranded. I mean, in in the first two innings, they sh- they were at zero for five with runners in scoring position. Yep. It, uh, so yeah. I mean, if they get runs, but I mean the the Texas pitcher was equally as good. He just allowed runners on base, scattered some hits, but then came through in the clutch and they they couldn't push him across so he deserves credit too but i mean the pitcher for arizona that guy's the real deal he was nasty
1: last night it was it awesome how was special incredible. was it to you that uh that two of the guys that started were on the field evan carter in left field uh Leoti Tavares taveras yep. at center field who didn't have at the plate a very good yeah. series but hey, he's a world series hey, champion, he's a now. world series champion what what how special was that to you
2: it's pretty cool i mean it's been happening here for a long time i yeah. mean Think about all the World Series Cleveland went to and had players from Kiss. I mean, it's been happening. And, I mean, unfortunately, it's coming to a screeching halt. But, I mean, it's, I mean, that's baseball. I mean, you never know.
1: Yeah. You never know who's who. Dude, absolutely loved it, man. And, again, I got to tell you, I took a little bit of pride just knowing that, hey, especially Odie, who was here for two seasons. Yeah. People need to remember that, too. Yes, he was a high draft pick. Uh, he was uh, – you know, bonus baby and all that, but I tell you what, he struggled his first season here. Oh yeah, and uh, but look at him now, dude. A most starter. of
2: most of them do till they find yep. their way. I mean, then the talent and the work ethic takes over. And well, it, it's
1: still going to be neat over the next several years because I still think there are several players that uh, that uh, oh my gosh, Cam Carter, I think is his name, or Cam Cunningham, whatever his name is, that has been in the same boat. I think he's going to be uh, yeah. playing in the major leagues. Uh, Bubba Thompson. Who uh, has actually had some time in the show? He's yeah. going to be back up there. I don't know, man. I just, coming into this year, Jason, I just, no one, no, you tell me anybody said Texas was going to win the World Series coming into this season. Well, Is nobody there, was did, there anybody.
2: But, but don't forget that the first half of the year, they were, they were on a tear. I mean, but they, they slumped at a time where they could afford to slump and then yep. they, they got hot and in and
1: that's how. Dude, they lost their final series of the year was up in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Texas was. They only needed to win two games of the four game series. They lost three of the four, including yep. on the road. Then they don't lose another road game for the rest of the playoffs. They uh-huh. went eleven and zero, set the major it's league crazy. record. It never happened before, dude. I mean, it's crazy. How do you explain that? It's got to be a bond
2: within that clubhouse where they felt more comfortable away from home. I mean, it's got to be.
1: Wow. So uh, is the station going to send uh, you and I to uh, Arlington to help <laughs> celebrate the the World Series? I wouldn't bet on that one. <laughs> okay. Ah, I get it. I wouldn't bet on that one. Bet on the bull. I like it. I like it. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's talk a little college football here. Now, you said you weren't familiar with the Michigan cheating thing. You, you texted me that on your way in. I'll just give you a quick primer on it is that uh, <laughs> evidently, and, I mean, it's been proven in videos and uh, receipts and all this stuff that uh, Harbaugh sent assistant coaches to uh, opposing uh, mm-hmm. uh, teams that were getting ready to play Michigan, and they had video cameras. They were sitting in the stands. One of them was wearing uh, – one of the coaches was wearing, like, an is either an Eastern Michigan or a Western Michigan hat and hoodie. And listen, this is where I come from, and I talked to Mark Panicelli about this yesterday on his show – uh, we went kind of deep into this, and so we're, so we're not going to beat this to death. But I just cheating happens, dude. It does. I, I guarantee you, even at the high school level, uh, and we're not even say cheating. I don't even know if it is cheating. Why do you think play? Why do you think coaches send in signals? You know, and uh, we we see everybody does it. And guess what? There's somebody on the other sideline looking at the signals, and you know, so when getting you say, on the radio and saying, "Hey, uh, when you
2: see, when you say." Video cameras, are you talking about cell phones?
1: Yeah, cell phones. Okay, but, yeah. is it
2: illegal to carry a cell phone to a game?
1: No, it's not, but there's, but when it's proven that they can see that he's sitting there videoing plays, or not videoing plays, but videoing hand signals, then taking it back to Michigan, and this is what they're doing. Although, allegedly, this is what I hear too, unless you're just an absolutely lazy coaching staff, you mix up your signals from week to week. I bet Diesel mixes up his signals from week to week, doesn't well, he? Well,
2: you should, but... <laughs> I mean I I don't know. I mean, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Well, I mean it's it's not just that. All these games are on TV. Yeah. There's cameras. If you if you work hard enough, you can figure out the signals and and the poster boards and 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 then see what play they're running. You can yeah. you can see it all on TV if you were to break it down. So so what? So in, what do
1: you think? Should it, Harbaugh in my, get in a lot of trouble for this? Because I'm telling you, the Big Ten is upset about it. And, and okay, you,
2: so so what is the, <laughs> what did the rule say?
1: Well, you're not supposed to do it. You're not supposed okay. So to it cheat. says
2: it says you're not supposed to cheat. Okay, yeah. but does it say that you can't go to that your your staff or or whatever can attend other games?
1: Well, you can attend does other games, that? but you don't need to be sitting in the stands. Uh, wow! Recording. It, it's, that's, just, called it's scout. Unethical. that's called scouting. Well, they're scouting, but then there there's an ethics line here, Jason Bryan. Unwritten rules. Well, I even. I don't know if it's unwritten. I mean, it's ethical. Is it ethical? Okay, is, there, to, is there a high school okay, in baseball? Let me ask you, baseball. Is it ethical to steal signals in baseball? And ba- uh, I can't speak English in baseball. This is a good debate. I like this.
2: Um, I think that's what they're they're constantly doing. Everybody's trying but, to figure out what the guy's going to throw from the mound.
1: Okay. I mean, if you if you okay, and your son is involved in baseball as hard as anybody at the age of 11, right? He's Connor's 11 now. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so say, wait.
2: so is this cheating? If Connor if Connor's in the batter's box uh-huh. and and I tell him before the game, when I say this is your pitch. I don't tell him what pitch it is. But I say, when you hear Daddy say, your pitch is coming.
1: That, that's and I see
2: a... and I see the guy on the bucket giving the fastball sign. Okay. And I can see him on the bucket, and he's giving his catcher sign. Are you a sign. coach? No, I'm outside.
1: I don't think that's cheating. And I say, cheating, your pitch not... is
2: coming. Is that cheating?
1: I don't think that's cheating. Because you're a – but there's a big difference here. Here's a key difference, Jason Bryant. You're a parent sitting in the stands. You're not uh, – the coach of Connor and his team – Staring down and having an earpiece in your ear and someone sitting, you know, having a earbud in your ear. Well, under, earbud, I, well let me finish. I understand and that sa- part. And of it. someone's saying, Okay, hey, that that's their fastball signal. And then you, you know, you're in the first base box and Connor looks down and Brian. see, you know, and says, Okay, I know there's a fastball coming here. So he's sitting on it waiting for it because you stole a signal. Right,
2: you know there's a guy in his grandparents' basement that is a technical a technology genius. Yeah, you're gonna tell me that that he can't figure out the pitchcom system in MLB and hack into that wireless communication. Anything wireless can be hacked. Okay, so you're gonna tell me that that can't be done? And if somebody in his grandma's basement can figure out that the algorithms and the code to figure out pitchcom can't do it in the MLB dugout, come on, man, I
1: dude. I'm just saying, is it is it ethical? Listen, I'm a NASCAR fan. I know you're not, but uh, what is that face? Yeah, I know, the face you just – and there's lots of che- – they do everything they can to uh, get an advantage in that. And you do everywhere, but there also comes that line – there's the ethics line, okay? Do all you can, get all the advantages you can, but then I think when you're going over the line, which is I think what Harbaugh has done here to well, a degree so- – then, then they, it needs to be dealt with.
2: But that's in-game for 100,000 people to see. So you're going to tell that guy he can't, he can't see it? And the Dude, thing with yeah. Belichick and, and him cheating and, and videotaping practices is we're talking about practices. Mm-hmm. We're talking about game prep. Yeah. We're not talking about in-game situations. This is – To me, this is about tendencies and what advantage they could get from looking at the tendencies. But
1: it's ethics. That's my number one thing here, Jason, is there is an ethical line. Okay? I mean, there is. I mean, where, you know, uh, okay, you're at the drive-thru, and they give you back uh, an extra dollar, and you realize it immediately. They're supposed to only give you back $6. They give you back $7. It's an ethical line. Do you give that dollar back? I understand that. And, and i'm, I'm yes. just saying that to me is the difference here it's it's an ethical okay. thing that you just you don't cross that line in my opinion i mean and then All right. but you know what i've never coached at a high level right. i've coached rec ball like you okay have, here's a but, scenario
2: for you okay scott whittington ecu pirate super fan diehard pirate th- through and through and he's sitting in the student section okay and he's not involved he's sitting in the student section and he and he figures out something Wow, that guy's his sign, and and then that's their screen pass. He go he goes to Mike Houston's office, and says, "Coach, I figured out, I figured out signs and 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 what they were doing against you." And Houston's thinking,
1: "Hmm." Well, see, this is a bad example because the what, game would have already ended at this point, but yeah.
2: But if he says, Scott's got a good enough mind where he can see that, hey, Scott, why don't you go to uh, Carolina next week and see what they're doing? Yeah. And then it just – It's unethical. And then you start getting results and it goes.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Pirate Nation at this point at 1-7 in would accept it. But that, enough – so it just seems like we're on different sides here, which is fine. It's absolutely fine. Yeah. But it's going to be dealt with. I mean,
2: I don't think it's – I don't think it's along the line of – Hey, you should go to jail. And, <laughs>
1: no, God, no.
2: I mean, it's just it's okay. Sports. What punishment
1: would you give? Because my punishment would be you should probably be suspended for a couple of games and donate some money to a charity or something. That's what. And then don't do it again. And if you do it again, they're going to be more. They're going to be worse. Well, repercussions. These guys
2: have so much money. The fine's not going to make a difference.
1: Yeah, it never does. What was the fine I saw the other day that somebody did? It was a ten thousand dollar fine. Anyway, they, you know what? Let, let's stay on what I know about here. Uh duh, 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 duh. Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State atop the uh CFE standings, uh Washington, Oregon right behind. Uh your thoughts on that? I mean, I, that's not a bad Final Four, dude. That would mean Ohio State and Florida State in the first game. Georgia and Michigan, cheating butt Michigan in the second game. Uh, dude, that's a pretty doggone good final four there, man.
2: It is, but I think Washington's better than
1: Florida State. Wow. Okay. I, I don't like Florida State, man.
2: I don't either. And either.
1: I, we're both ACC guys, but I do.
2: I mean, the thing is. What is bothers
1: you about Florida State?
2: The the chant
1: they do. Yeah. I've been. But I, you're a Braves fan. You should. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, I mean. You just, know, they did it before the Braves did. Right? Um,
2: I'm sure. But the thing is, is, I mean, it's every single play. Hey, I got I've been you. I've been to a state far state game and I was
1: late. Have you ever been to a Tennessee game? No, and I refuse to go. <laughs> dude, I'm not listening to <laughs> Rocky I'm, Top. It's, I've it's, covered it's, two games at Tennessee, dude. I can't
2: even stand to watch a Tennessee home game on TV. Oh, it's so loud. Oh my
1: god, dude. It, wait till you're there in the stadium and then dude, in inevitably for the next 2 weeks you don't even realize you're sitting at work, and then all yeah. of a sudden, Rocky,
2: oh,
1: yeah. yeah. What? Stop. Get out of my but brain.
2: Just, just know that the way that they have the college football playoff, and I'm not going full-blown conspiracy theorist on you, yeah. but the ACC's got one shot to yeah. get into those four, just one. Florida State will not lose a close game. They might get blown out, and some team Here's somebody just, in an
1: ACC game. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're right.
2: Somebody might jump all over them and just blow their blow their doors off, and and do and they won't compete. But they will not lose a tight game. <laughs> and and then you got the Big Ten sitting there. I think it ultimately ends up the winner of the Ohio State Michigan game. Georgia, probably Florida State, Washington.
1: <laughs> but do you think? Did you watch the Washington Oregon game? I did. Okay. I just I thought Oregon was actually the better team in that game. I really won, but did. they won. I know, I know. And they got that one beside them and Washington's got that O beside them. I know. And it makes a big difference. Now, is there a Pac ten or a Pac twelve, whatever the heck? I think the, so. Is there a I didn't know if there was a, a championship yeah, game?
2: I don't know if it's in divisions or
1: yeah, I'll look it up while you... Okay, very good. Uh, ECU versus Tulane. <laughs> Talk about we go from the uh, CFP uh, standings to uh, ECU. Who? The
2: only thing I'm going to say about this is, you know, Pirates are down. You want good things in Greenville? Your butt better be in Ficklin Stadium on, yeah. on Saturday. Because, I'll be there. Because the people yeah. are going to look at this a- adversity, and they're going to see... Where the money's at, and who supports them through thick and thin, and if there's freaking fifteen thousand people there, it's going to show everybody what what the deal is, and that's not a good situation.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with you, uh, but I got to tell you, you heard uh, Panicelli and I talking. In fact, you jumped in on Monday. By the way, dude, I got to tell you, I kind of like you being uh, the the uh, the like I wouldn't say ghost, but uh, the uh, the the co-host of this, even when you're not in here, dude, I mean that sincerely. I I, I think it's kind of cool that you'll jump in and throw, throw uh, some thoughts in there. And that's one of the things that I talked about. And I know Danny's listening right now. I'm with you. Fans need to be out there this Saturday. I mean, you're playing this- a nationally ranked team in your house. I don't care if you're one and seven or seven and one or zero and eight or whatever you are. Dude. Yeah, and that's and it's on national TV, dude. On top of that, what is it going to look like on national TV, Jason? I'm backing up your point here. Yeah, what's it going to look like on national television if you know uh, Tulane and ECU and ECU's got half the stadium in there, dude? It's gonna it's gonna be a bad look for uh, the Pirates, don't you think? Well, here's
2: the thing. So many so many years when ECU was was good. And was having great seasons. You would go down to. You go down to Lane to the Superdome. Yeah, and there's two thousand
1: people. There. I know you're absolutely and right. All it was was,
2: oh, Tulane sucks, and they can't get. But Southern Miss, yeah, you know, ECU nobody Miss goes game, to these yeah. game. Show up.
1: Yeah. Well.
2: Show up. <clears throat> show up. Tailgate. Have a great time. The football. Will work itself out. It will, but you yep. gotta be in the stands. You gotta cheer. You gotta
1: Oh, we'll be there. We're gonna be uh properly lubricated and uh ready to go for uh Saturday's game again, a three thirty kickoff at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Uh and uh are you you going out to the game or you got baseball this weekend, I guess. Uh, I'm not doing anything this weekend. <laughs> I don't blame you. I'm uh, not gonna do anything. Dude, you have got you've never done a Danny Rice tailgate, have you? I haven't. You, dude, it's got to be on your – there's only two games left this season. You need to put that on your bucket list, man, because uh, it is. It's a lot of fun. Johnny, Miss Johnny, just does such mm-hmm. a great job. And uh, we've been pra- we've been promised uh, another great tailgate this I'm Friday sure. or uh, this Saturday. So, looking forward I to that. I was thinking
2: about going to Durham, and then I realized they're playing tonight. So, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to Who's gonna they going to have tonight?
1: Wake. Okay.
2: Ooh. Ooh, that'll be a no, good one. We got to get back on track. We ain't done anything since – florida state so
1: well I, you got to think part of that is uh riley being hurt though you know and i don't care if they say he's bad he's not healthy no he's not you know
2: yeah but i mean i don't know we're better than five and
1: three yeah it is what it is at this point i mean louisville just took us to the woodshed louisville's pretty doggone good team in and and of themselves too yeah Okay, high school football. Let's uh, touch on this real quick. Tomorrow night, the Davis Wholesale Tire game of the week is going to be Parrot Academy at Rocky Mount Faith Christian. Uh, listen, and you made this point uh, when you and I were talking—not even on the air, but just talking. Listen, Jalen Solomon didn't play last week. Nope. Uh, a valuable two-way player. Uh, they lost last week uh, to uh, Rocky Mount Faith, thirty-two to twelve. But is this not just... Is this not peak Matt Beeman that, you know, you got to think, and I listen, I guarantee you the coaches for Faith Christian are saying, listen, this is not going to be the same Parrot Academy team coming, but kids don't really realize that. And they're going to yep. go, you know what? We beat them by 20 last yep. week, dude. I think Parrot Academy, and I'm not saying this would be a homer, and I know I'm the biggest homer you know, yeah. but I really think Parrot Academy, in fact, I'm going to pick Parrot Academy to win this oh, game yeah. Uh, yeah, Friday look, night. Look night. for
2: Matt to slow it down and pound Solomon. Yeah. But let's hope he's.
1: What well, he even said? If it was a playoff game, he said it on yeah. a real low discount drugs pregame show. If it had been a playoff game last week, Jalen would have played.
2: Yeah, but if he tweaks that and and it's not a hundred percent, then it could be, you know, a lot of the same. But I expect him to try to run the ball with oh, Solomon.
1: Absolutely, dude. Uh, if I said I love this, you and I love doing over unders, especially since you're listening to Bet on the Bull dot com. You and I love doing over unders, but uh, if I set the over under at. 28 and a half carries for Jalen solomon tomorrow night you're taking the and that's a pretty oh, high number 28 over. and a half you're taking the over mm-hmm. when and it's like high
2: it. you go high
1: i love it matt beeman you heard that i but okay 32 and a half that's probably yeah. right at it yeah <laughs> so i said it a little bit low then so yeah. you, would you still take the over or i think you're going to see 35 carries is where mm. i was going with this exercise i maybe. think maybe I mean, well, I they'll think, probably run sixty play, or no, probably less now. They'll probably run fifty-five plays, thirty-five of them. If, Jaylen Solomon, but if he slows it down,
2: and they're having success running the football, then it's probably going to be the majority
1: of it. Yeah. So, 34? maybe, maybe so. I love this. We're going to do. We'll talk about this in real low discount hey, my, pregame show.
2: My golfing buddy and softball, and we played basketball together, buddy Ashley Mills.
0: I know. Ashley? Yeah.
2: Yeah. He says, speaking of Durham, the Blue Devils had their first
1: exhibition game last night. It looked really good. Dude, when you bring in the number one, when you cheat and bring in the number one recruiting class <laughs>
2: every year. <laughs> You're using the word cheat a lot.
1: I am using a lot. Hot take Hanks, remember?
2: I hope it comes out that Virginia reporter <laughs> plays in Chapel hey. Hill, and, and that's how they were able to beat them. I swear to God, you better hope it don't happen.
1: I would laugh, though. Dude, listen, hey, here's the thing I've said, though, and you can tell everybody I've said this. Everybody cheats. Virginia cheats. Duke cheats. Yeah. Uh, Carolina cheats. It, it, everybody does to a degree. You know? It is what it is. Real quick, Kinston at Clinton tomorrow night. Um,
2: I want to see Kinston compete. Yeah. I mean, we all know Clinton's the best team in the state. I mean, there's no doubt. There's no doubt about it. They're
1: averaging. Check this out. Fifty one point seven points a game, dude. Uh a couple things here, and we'll talk about this in the pregame show tomorrow too. Uh but uh this is shaping up to be the worst defensive season in Kinston High School oh, yeah. history. In fact, if they give up sixteen points tomorrow night, yep. it'll be the worst defensive season in Kinston High yeah. School football history. Uh Green Central Wallace Rose Hill. And I love Jay. You love Jay, but good God, do they have a big uh
2: here we go, Jay. <laughs> Here, here's Jason's hot take. We talked, talked all year about the differences in the two conferences. Mm-hmm. We talked all year about it. Yeah, but you and got a
1: fifth place team taking on the first place team. Okay, okay. Tomorrow night, Rillo Discount Drugs pregame okay. show. You're no, going to be live from. Cle- no, 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 we're up against it. We uh, got yeah. We're up against it. You're I'll do it gonna it on the be uh, show. well. You'll do it on the pregame show. That's why. Hey, I'm gonna call in. You know what on. they call it? They call it, Yeah, you are. You're gonna be on with us. I've only got three coaches interview for two hours. So, hey, those interviews are gonna be about thirty minutes each. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> if you know me, then you know that. Yes, for sure. No, they won't be that long. But uh, hey, the real discount drugs pregame show. Uh, we'll be live from Rocky Mount Faith. You'll be at Clinton tomorrow night. You're going to yep. be giving us uh, reports all night long. Yep. we got to get somebody at Wallace Rose Hill to help us out. with. You know what? We will. We'll get uh, Coach Bryant. David, David Bryan Bryant. Bryant. Yeah, he'll help us out. Yeah. Dude, thank you so much. Buddy. Thank you. And hey, Let's get the birthday game going. We'll come back and wrap up the show right after that. <laughs>
0: Sorry, Tom Waits is in the studio this morning, and he had an unfiltered Marlboro. And when I say he had it, he didn't smoke it. He ate it. Back to you, Brian. There
1: you go. Welcome. Hey, it's time to play the birthday game. I I, I didn't realize we were going to get... A little uh, Winston salad. Uh, uh, we were going to get uh, Winston Cup racing over there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, hey, uh, it's time to play the birthday game. How you doing? Tell you what, I thought you were... Getting a little bit better yesterday, Jonathan Massey. You actually sound worse this morning than you did yesterday.
3: Well, I, I tripped over one of the cats coming in here this morning, and <laughs> and then the new one, you know, it got stuck in one of my nostrils because it's so small.
1: You know I got a new cat, right? Yeah, I did. He's so cute, man. His name is Tony. You know why I named him Tony? I don't know. Why. After Tony Denton. <laughs> you know what? If I wanted cool points, that's what I should have done. Do you know You're what right. I heard?
0: Speaking of Tony. Okay. Jerry Seinfeld's making a movie about the Pop-Tart. That's not a joke. It's a movie. It's a, it's a comedy about the invention of the Pop-Tart. I do love a Pop-Tart. And they got something. The guy, um, they tried to get the guy who did the voice for Tony the Tiger in the movie, but he died. And did you know that when they buried him, they put him in
3: a grave? No. Wow. And Just double-checking. Was any of that true? The The Pop-Tart <laughs> movie is true. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was that was so awful. Uh, I did. I, 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 ah, that was free too. Because I kind
0: of
3: want to watch the Pop Tart movie.
1: Oh, get, the, <laughs> when I heard
0: him talking about it, it sounds like it's going to be hysterical, right? It, I mean, really funny.
1: Is it one of those inventions that, like, Whiteout was supposed to be something else, and then
0: the and way he told it on this podcast was another company. I think maybe I think Kellogg came out with it first, but Post came up with the idea. And Kellogg found out about it, stole the idea, and came out with it first. Uh, Posts was called a country square. Kellogg was called a Pop-Tart. So it just sounded better, and they got out with it first.
1: Did
3: did you know that, uh, like, flaming Hot Cheetos were invented by a janitor?
1: No, I did not know that.
3: He's not a janitor anymore.
1: Oh, I hope he's not, man. I mean, he's a genius. Mm-hmm. Okay. Especially if you're going
0: home at 2 o'clock in the morning and you stop to get some some food to stay awake and you accidentally get a bag of those thinking they're regulars and you get about 10,
3: <laughs>
0: about 100 yards from the gas station and fire starts shooting out of your nostrils. Yeah, good for you. Woke you up. Yeah. Burned the steering wheel, but it worked
1: <laughs> Did you stay awake for the rest of the trip?
0: Oh, man, I was, you know, back to that breathing through the toe thing. Yeah,
1: I love it. I love it. Uh, hey, a call back to yesterday's Susan Sarandon reference.
0: You're oh. now explaining stuff to the audience as if they were from another country.
1: Uh, Jonathan Mastik. You won yesterday's birthday game 4-1. to You had a perfect game until the very last one, and John Dawson had to ruin it for you.
3: Well, that's what he does. He's a party pooper. Mm. He is a party pooper.
1: No, he's not. You know, he's not a party pooper.
3: I'm a party avoider. Party all you want.
1: He's like pink. He gets this party started. (coughs) And then leaves. Uh, Coming up, so you better get this party started. That's nothing like me at all. I'm coming.
0: This segment is sponsored by Geweco Office (laughs) Automation.
3: Okay. All right, so GoWeek Office Automation, proud sponsor of this uh, this here segment. I wouldn't say proud.
1: <laughs> he is proud. I told you yesterday. He comes in and he's watched football with me the last couple of weeks. He's very he, he enjoys it. He enjoys the birthday game. He's just being nice. He might be
3: so whether or not jock is treating us as a charity case we still love him for it and we love the business that he has provided kinston and his business does something few businesses do which is build up other businesses in the community yes and makes them a little bit better each and every day so if you want to find out what Jock can do for your business, you need to give him a call at 252 252 286 286, 286 54 54. Or you can visit his website at goeconc.com. What is goeco.com Or what is this? Bucklesberry.com?
1: That's I think his... it's
0: bucklesberry. You would be wrong. It's bucklesberry.com. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for like more like information. It, Back it, to you both. It, it looks like buccals. Cool. Not right. to an English-speaking <laughs> person.
1: Oh. Hey, uh, man, we have uh, three dead people in our game today, okay?
3: Hot diggity dog.
1: Well, you're going to have to get your calculators out for each and every one of them, okay? But we're not going to do those first. We've got two live people first. Uh, in fact, I like to call them the two live crew. <laughs> that was terrible. Yeah. Okay, here's our first one. This is from the album, uh... I thought I knew the album. this sunny Came Home? No, you're not far off, though. It's off <laughs> the album, uh, Recollection in 1992. It came out. This is... Katie Lang. K.D. Lang. look at you. This is Constant Craving. This is Constant Craving.
0: Uh, Can't stand her love the song. Yeah. You now.
1: She insists upon herself. That's what bothers just, me.
0: Just, just do your thing and leave
3: everybody alone. You know. <coughs> I've only had heard that description one other time, and it was Family Guy. The reason why he hadn't watched uh, the Godfather. Uh huh. He's like, uh-huh. I tried. I gave it a shot. It insists upon itself. And I'm like, what do you mean? Mm.
1: Yeah. Well, it does. I mean. I like Godfather though. Yeah. You know did i tell you this this was several years ago oh i like it too don't get a mm-hmm. twist i'm not going to say anything bad about it but uh i had i was like in my 30s before i ever saw godfather godfather 2 and godfather 3. so uh this is when i still lived in the apartment uh across town and i don't remember what the deal was uh everybody was out of town that weekend or something it's when i'll tell you this is when blockbuster still existed here Mm -hmm. in kinston and i said you know what i everybody had something to do on a saturday i had the saturday off it wasn't a football saturday or anything i rented all three of them blockbuster blockbuster or blockbuster (laughs) godfather godfather 2 and godfather 3 and knocked them all out started like at noon on a saturday
0: that's too much in one day brian
1: but it was good. Okay. And I did. Here's the thing that though the only hot take I'll have about it, I didn't think Godfather Three was that bad. I've seen
0: the re-edit, the one he recut if you, and it's even it's even better. I mean, the first two were
1: five star movies, and I'd say the third one is a three star movie. But you just always hear about, you know, Godfather <coughs> Two is even better than the first Godfather, and it was good. Both of them don't get it twisted. Yeah. I mean, that was very good. And I've seen bits and pieces of them. Uh, ever since then but then you always hear about how bad godfather three is. it just wasn't
0: as good and he and to his i mean he was he didn't he did it for money of course now he's worth eight trillion dollars because of his winery but it was not horrible and the recut version is even less not horrible well, still too long. All of them were just too long. Okay? Oh, I will say up. this.
3: <laughs> My favorite take on those movies belongs to Artie Lang.
0: I was getting ready to say it, but you can do what it. Just can ahead. I do it?
3: The DVDs. Yeah, the DVDs. Yeah. Binge watch one and two and do blow off a of three.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> uh, Katie Lang over there, uh, Jonathan Massey. How old is she today? And yes, she does insist upon herself. Does she not?
3: So yeah. this came out 31 years ago. Uh, is that what I said? 92. Yeah.
0: Okay, I like this part. Hold on. It's, it's not even a chorus,
3: Brian. It See, I haven't. Was this in, well into her career or kind of like
1: the beginning of it? Yeah, sort of the beginning. Four so or five say. years into it, maybe. Yeah.
3: 61.
1: You say 61. Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan Parrott Dawson. 62. He wasn't far off. And no, I'm not using my, you know, I get one a month. No, the, uh, so you're not ready. No, now. no, no, not okay. using, <laughs> it no, right. using it now. I'm using it now. But you got to give him a little bit of credit for that. No, don't do it, though. Don't do it, though. Okay. You're sending mixed signals, Brian. <laughs> I am sending mixed signals. I do it all the time. So congratulations there, uh, John Dawson. You get that one right on the nose. And that is our only musical hint of the day. Uh, man, uh, his friend died earlier this uh, week. Uh, it's Or actually, I guess Saturday. So it's been about five days now. Uh, he was one of the friends. He was Ross uh, on Friends. It's David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer, oh, Brian's
0: if, favorite cast member, or no, or absolutely. or if you're
3: a child or relative child compared to the three of us, he was the giraffe in Madagascar.
1: Was
0: he? Yeah. Okay. I'm assuming the whiny giraffe. Oh, Yeah. Okay.
3: He was a hypochondriac. He,
0: I got to give it to him. He was funny in Kirby <laughs> Enthusiasm. He was funny. <laughs> I didn't that. see his part in that. What he did played, he do? He played himself. Larry got cast in a in a play. And he had no business with David being in it, but David Schwimmer was the star, and they were just at each other's throats the entire time. It was just a lot of insults, very funny.
1: That's cool. Now, well, like I said, uh, you know, we talked about it on yesterday's show and I guess a couple of times this week, but uh, just the sad death of Matthew Perry uh, earlier or late last week. I, guess I,
3: I was thinking about this, too, in, in all seriousness. When they had that reunion, and I didn't watch it, but I saw some some clips from it. I saw him I'm like, man, this guy, is, he looks
1: off. Out of, of all, oh, go ahead.
0: I'm sorry. I just remember reading that he had slurred speech
3: during the reunion. Yeah, yeah. He looked so, like he was.
1: Well, he never hesitated in talking about the uh, troubles he had, and I know during that reunion, he actually one of the things he doesn't even remember three seasons of. I mean, he worked for three years, three seasons on Friends, and can't remember it because he was basically, I guess, high or you know, or drunk all the time, so. I don't know, dude. It's a disease, and I, I know you. You know, you're, you're, you Yeah, I know, John Dawson. You're not as whatever is.
0: As Norm McDonald said, of all the diseases, it's the best one to have. You got <laughs> that's very my, Norm McDonald. My just, uncle had bowel cancer, and my other friend's got this disease where he goes home with strange ladies and stays drunk all the time. <laughs> just
1: saying. Yeah, it is what it is. But David Schwimmer, uh, Jonathan Massey, how old is David Schwimmer today? Uh. Fifty-three. Say 53. What do you say, John Dawson? 54. He was born November the second the year of the Lord, 1966. He's only 57 today, or he is 57 today. I guess he was three years older than (coughs) uh, than, uh, Matthew Perry. I
3: I, I guess Matthew Perry was one of the younger ones.
1: Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I do know this. Uh, Somebody told me this. Maybe it was one of you two, actually, in our little uh, messages we do back and forth, but it probably was you john that every one of the friends cast right now are older than the youngest golden girl was when it was being filmed how about that or being wow. reported how crazy is that what can i say yeah. okay hey let's say uh, let's guess some dead people's ages okay yeah, John Dawson, you lead two to nothing, it goes to you. You're going to lie. How about this? I'm going to go ahead and spoil it a little bit. Back-to-back presidents born on this very day. Not back-to-back that they serve, but uh, we've got two presidents that were born on this day, November the 2nd. The first one, I love uh, I love uh, quizzing our, our our son over here, Jonathan Massey. All right. He was the 29th president Good Lord. of these United States of America. I'm going to tell you, he served from 1921 until his death of a heart attack in office in 1923. He was succeeded by Calvin Coolidge. So who is the president? Was it
0: Taft? Hagler. <laughs> Taft, Taft. <laughs> <laughs> what? Taft, Taft, and See, Hagler. this is
1: why we don't let you uh, do the historical stuff, because Jonathan's smarter than you. Like, it huh?
0: was a joke. It was a law firm, you schmuck. I know.
1: 1921. He was elected in 20, sir, from 21 to 23. Uh, and while you're thinking, I'll tell you, give you a couple other background stuff. What was really cool about him was he was a very <laughs> popular president, and if he had ran for president again in 1924, it was just pretty much... Now, bear in mind, that was just as the uh, uh, Great Depression was uh, starting and all that, but... No, not the Great Depression. No, the roaring 20s, man. Anyway, long story short, he was a good president. He was very well-liked until after he died, and then it turns out that uh, evidently he uh, he liked the ladies over there, John Dawson. A man that likes
0: women? Get out of town. Well,
1: let me just say, uh, evidently there were uh, there were accusations of like four or five different affairs mm-hmm. at this president. Would you like to guess what his name is, Jonathan Masson? Why
0: don't we say it before we've only got a two-hour you go. show?
1: You're right. It was uh, Warren G. Harding. Ah. Warren <laughs> G. Harding. Well, a couple of his staff members ended up getting indicted and getting sent, to, got sent to prison because he just wasn't running as tight a ship as he thought. So what, where I go with all that is he was considered one of the most popular presidents until, believe it or not, usually no one speaks ill of you after you die. Well, evidently, all this stuff came out after he died, and I guess he had some uh, some, uh, ch- some chilling running around, too. And, wow. uh And uh, so his estate had to pay out all this money. His wife wasn't too happy with it. So he died in 23. Yeah, he died in 1923. So that's 100, years, 100 ago. years ago. Yeah, yeah. You, you <laughs> can do that math, right, John? I know math is not, you know, your strong suit.
3: He was told there would be none.
1: He was told there would be none, but that's easy. 2023 minus 1923. That's 100. Now he's going to use my own hockey stick. A game used Carolina Hurricanes. Don't uh, you say hurricanes. his name.
0: Don't you do it. <laughs> A game I
1: used Carolina Hurricanes hockey stick, and he's going to kill me with my own stick. That was well, used by James Van R- rimstick <laughs> I, would,
3: I would welcome the sweet embrace of death. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, say a two-digit yes number. Yes, it is your turn. It is your turn. Or three-digit, <laughs> as it were. Say a two-digit number.
3: One. Uh, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <coughs> 161.
1: You say 161. What say you over there, Dizzle? 160 you are closer he was born uh november the 2nd 1865 so he's 158 years or he would be 158 years old today and i don't feel too bad about that wait a minute though do you know what this means look look over there john dawson what's oh, he doing oh he's turning he's sounding the alarm how's your math now <laughs> how's your math now john dawson has already clinched the day <laughs> <laughs> He's up three to nothing, so here we go. I promised you there was another president, and guess what? Uh, do you, uh, Jonathan Parrott Dawson. He is one of three. But Here's your history. Just tell yes. me this
0: guy's name.
1: Hold he on. Is,
3: I can try to get this
0: okay, one. Cause. He
1: is one of three presidents born in the state of North Carolina. Three presidents were born here. Do you know who they are? First off, do you know Andrew who they are? Andrew
3: Johnson. Ding. Uh, f- nothing. Uh, James K. Polk.
1: Ding, and that's who the birthday is. Don Cornelius. (laughs) No. Dude, you're two for two. I I want you to get this last one. The last one's kind of... I feel like it's obscure. Is it not an obscure one? it's not obscure. Who'd you say now?
3: James K. Polk, Andrew Johnson. And? Andrew Dice Clay. (laughs)
1: You're halfway right.
3: Oh! Andrew Jackson?
1: You just said Andrew. Oh, yeah, Andrew Jackson, yeah. (coughs) How about that? Andrew Jackson, Andrew Johnson... And James K. Polk, whose birthday is today, he was the 11th president of these United States of America from 1845 to 1849. Uh, He died in 1849, only a few months after he left office. Here are two presidents born on the same day, but one died in office and one died only like two months after uh, his uh, term ended.
3: Never alive at the same time.
1: You know what? You're absolutely right because he died in 1849 and Warren G. Harding died in 1865. Here's what is really cool, though. James K. K. Polk, he promised when he ran for president that uh, he was only going to serve one term and they begged him to come back and run for uh, president because they said he would have been easily elected. He even acknowledged that he would have been re-elected, but he stood the line, John Dawson. I, I mean, I'm being sincere. I mm-hmm. thought this. I think it's very cool. No, I no, choose no. not to run, but that's pretty cool. Do you not? I threw that? a
0: Seinfeld in there for you.
1: Oh, oh yeah, uh,
0: Morty Seinfeld. <coughs> no, Jerry, when he got the head start in the high school race, and the guy called him on it later. Uh-huh. And he kept saying, I choose not to run.
1: I thought it was a Morty Seinfeld reference when he was the president of. uh, No, he ran and they threw him out. (laughs) Del Boca Vista, whatever.
0: They threw him out. He wanted to run. That's all right. Tom Waits is back. <laughs> he is. Cannot get rid of him.
1: So James K. Polk uh, over there, uh, John Dawson, to keep your perfect game going. He died in 1849. How many years ago was that,
3: Mass? 174.
1: So he died 174 years ago. So how old was James K. Polk? Would he be today if he were still alive? Mm-hmm. 250. I don't chance. know. You say 250. What do you say, John? Parrot.
3: Well, considering that was what I guessed originally, I'm going to say one under what he said. So I'm going to say
1: 249. Uh, He was actually born November 2nd, 1795. He would be 228 today. So he was only 54 when he died. And it was really sad, too. Uh, In fact, he was such a popular president. How he died was he died. They think of cholera. Uh, he came out of office. They had big parties for him. I mean, starting in Virginia, all the way through Louisiana. I mean, and he stopped. It was like a two month party tour. That seems excessive. It does, but but it ended up killing him. See, it was they, excessive. Yeah, there you go. They said. That's why he
2: avoids
3: parties. Good job, John. There
1: you go. So you want to catch cholera? No, that's right. What is cholera? I
3: don't really know. I think we'll look it up off air.
1: Yeah, we're. we're I think it's long, a germ you stuff. get from your shirt collar. Not terrible. Yeah, it is. That's pretty terrible. He will not get a, a rim shot for that. <laughs> OK, okay uh, so who got that? Uh, I did. He did. So uh, you broke up your perfect game, so it's three to one. Here's the last one. Another dead person. Get that calculator out. OK, got it. She allegedly said let them eat cake, but that's never really been Marie proven. Antoinette. Do you realize that they said she didn't? <coughs> now, you want an interesting read, and I'm being very serious, and we're, we're a little long, so I'm not going to get into it. But I got a lot of notes here about it, because she was, she was, I guess, a party girl, man. I mean, she was something else, man. It turns out they've done a lot of investigating. She never really said, let them eat cake. Uh, but, man, her story is amazing, dude. I mean, she had parties. Yeah. At, uh, and that's why people... why Hedonism. The, Hedonism is a very good way to put it, dude. Look yeah. that up, kid. So
3: I follow a guy on the TikTok who owns a bookshop in Provo, Utah. Utah, yeah. And he owns Marie Antoinette's prayer book.
1: Wait, what? Yeah, she had a prayer book.
3: Yeah, I mean she was royalty in France. I mean it's kind of a given, but yeah, he's got some pretty cool books, by the way. I'll, I'll have to comb back through some of his videos, but they're interesting.
1: Well, I'm telling you, uh, again. I went down a rabbit hole over reading about her, and I that's like "You want some entertaining <coughs> reading? Read about Marie Antoinette." But how old uh, she died? By she died at the guillotine in 1793. So that was uh, 220, uh, 230 years ago.
3: 230.
1: Yep, 230. So, well, you oh, get that's go my first. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. She died 230 years ago. So how old would Marie Antoinette be, gents? And right, start with you, Jonathan.
3: I'm going to say 257.
1: You say 257. So what do you say, John Dawson? 256. Nope. She was born November the 2nd, 1755. She'd be 268 today.
3: Oh, so she was in her 30s. Yeah, she was
1: 38. She was 38. (coughs) Well, let me tell you something. Again, I'm not going to dive into it because, guys, it's a great. It's a fun story to read. Okay, okay. Uh, hey, local birthdays, man. What a legend in this neck of the woods, Elijah Gooding. He is just such a good guy, man. Uh, I could go on and on about him, but he's a season ticket holder for the Down East Wood Ducks, and I got to know him through that. And he's just, uh, just a very, very good guy, Elijah Gooding. Happy birthday, Mr. Gooding. I've never called him. It's either Mr. Elijah or Mr. Gooding. He's just. He's one of those guys that deserves that kind of respect. Good guy. Uh, then uh, one of the best sports columnists, if not the best in the state of North Carolina, he's been on this show several times, Scott Fowler. Today Scott Fowler's
3: birthday. I, do, I, I love Scott Fowler. I, I love do. reading about him. I did a lot with the Panthers. Uh, the the um, Help me out here. The Carruth
1: thing. Oh, God, that was amazing. Yeah. yeah. That was, uh, I've often said, if you want to, you know, when people ask me, hey, what uh, what true crime podcast should I listen to? I tell them Carruth. That's the name of it. Scott Fowler did that whole thing. It was amazing. And on top of it, too, super nice guys. Come on the show, like I said, several times. And he's a guy I've told you guys about in the past, too, that uh, when I was just a little stringer for the Gaston Gazette, all that I mean, he, he treated me. He treated me like a real sports writer, like a real person. I really a real little boy. Well, I'm a uh, real
0: boy. He
3: seems like a guy that respects the industry, and he knows for the industry to keep moving forward, he needs to help bring up the the next.
1: Oh, he's, uh, he's amazing. Scott Fowler, I, I think the world of him. and I, I admire him as a writer and as a person. Elizabeth Falk, today is her birthday. She's a lawyer here in Kenton. I used to be in Rotary with her, a super nice person. Uh, a girl that I want, I guess a woman. I, I always say a girl when I talk about uh, people I went to high school with, but she's amazing. Donna Dancy Presnell. Uh, she was Donna Dancy at North Wilkes High School and just a sweetheart. And then another sports writer, Jonas Pope IV, uh, from uh, I think he writes for both the Raleigh News and Observer and and Charlotte Observer now, another uh, super good guy, nice guy, who uh, is keeping our flame burning here in our business. So, if today's your birthday, like Jonas Pope, like Donna Dancy Presnell, like Elizabeth Falk, like the great Scott Fowler, and like the incredible Elijah Gooding, have a great birthday. We'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by Goeco Office Automation. And again, I want to thank Jacques Passaleg and Goeco Office Automation for being the title sponsor of the birthday game, don't we, Jason Bryant? Absolutely. He is one of the good guys. I was just telling you. Uh, While we were uh, listening to the birthday game, there, that um, I am going to a hockey game next week with him. We're going Uh, to be seeing the uh, Carolina. Try to get you to go with us.
2: That'll be fun. I don't know, man. I'm trying to think, man. I got so much stuff. No, I can't.
1: It's Tuesday. Next week?
2: Next Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in Guitar Pool Prep, man.
1: Oh, yeah, you are. It's coming. Listen, thank you to uh, you, Jason Bryan, of course, my boy, man. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you to Anna Catherine Creech in our first hour for uh joining us uh tomorrow's show we will be getting you ready for the state playoffs uh as kinston parrot academy and green centrals and that too it'll be our very first tgif with ip with isaac parson tomorrow i need a sponsor for that so if anybody wants to sponsor let me know hey have a great thursday dude thank you so much man thank you have a great thursday we'll see you tomorrow on the brian hanks show presented by lenore community college